What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Terrence. What's up? No Micah today. Yeah. He is uh, he's watching Waterman tonight. <laughs> the new, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. The new, the new cinema film from, uh, from District of Columbia Universe. Comics. Yes, and WD. Yeah, DCEU, whatever the fuck. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I hope it's good. I'll look I hope for- it is. Well, I look, really hope. Look so. forward to uh, coming distractions, where I'm sure Micah will give his thoughts. Uh, on the newest episode of that. And uh, also, just to let you guys know, this is going to be the last episode of Dense Pixels uh, probably in 2018. Um, obviously, we're not recording on Christmas Eve next week. Uh, probably not recording New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. The following week, uh, we may do maybe later on that week. We'll see. We haven't even talked about it yet. Um, Jay probably will put out a classic episode next week uh, to give you something to listen to while you are traveling uh, for the holidays, uh, but yeah, like I said, last episode probably of calendar year 2018, and uh, and yeah, so you have that going as well. So quickly, what I've been playing this week, um, I did get a steal of a deal on Tetris Effect, um, which is the new game, of course, that came out for PlayStation 4. Um, I did not want to pay $40 for it. Fortunately, I was able to get it for $15, uh, which is way better than $40. Um, and Terrence, this is exactly what you would expect a Tetris game done by the creator of Luminez to be. Um, it's Tetris with some crazy visuals and sick beats in the background. Um, as you clear stages, the tempo and the, and the drop rate of the Tetris blocks will change, uh, much as it does in Luminez. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of shit to do. Um, if you like Tetris, uh, you probably will like this a lot. It's one of the better versions of Tetris that I played, just because you're not going through the same old, you know, level one, level two, level three. Like it goes from like level two to like level six, and then back down to four, and then up to eight, like based on the song, because the drop rate is going to be affected by, you know, the song the that's, tr- that's the track that's playing. Oh, okay. So, and of course, I didn't, like I haven't played Tetris in I don't know how long. I mean, I mean, it's Tetris. it's Tetris. It's Tetris, and yeah. and obviously, like at, much like in Luminez, as you rotate the blocks, as you drop them, um, it'll interact with audio and visual cues. Again, it's it is literally a Luminez version of Tetris, uh, which is exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, looks spectacular um, in HDR. I have not played it in VR. I'm not going to because I don't have a VR headset anymore. So <laughs> I'm not going to get to experience it that way. Though I've heard it is quite cool uh, to mm-hmm. play it in VR. Uh, but not for me. So, yeah, Tetris Effect. Uh, look, if you can get it, I think it's still on sale at certain retailers right now for 20 bucks. Uh, that's a really good deal. Um, I would certainly say it's what's worth the buying. What's the retail price? Is it 49 oh, it's, or it's 40 normally. It's $39.99. Oh, 40 which okay. is Which is way too much. And this is a game that'll go on sale. I was about to say, sale. this is Tetris. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> like, it, it literally is. It literally is. And this game will go on sale a bunch. Like, like even if you can't yeah. get it now, like, I'm sure it'll be on sale, you know, in the weeks and months to come. But like I said, if you like puzzle games, if you like Tetris, uh, if you like, especially if you like Luminez, uh, definitely check out Tetris Effect. It's very good. Okay. Uh, a bit of housekeeping before we move on. Uh, go to YouTube.com slash DensePixels, hit the subscribe button, and ring the bell icon. That way you never miss not only episodes of this podcast, but any other content that we put up on the channel, uh, including we do Let's Plays and things of that nature. Again, YouTube.com slash DensePixels. Make sure you go to TNPStudios.com. Oh, no, that's not the right site. DensePixels.com <laughs> slash premium to sign up for the premium portion of the TNP Studios network. That way you can get access to our premium slate of shows, including the Aryan Grievances, the Men with the Golden Tongues, No Time to Bleed, and the Look Forward Political Podcast, which posts every single week. Um, I know Mike and myself are recording 
a new episode of Ben's Gold Tongues this weekend where we are going to review Mission Impossible. Uh, it's always very cool. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. So, again, that's The Ben's first Christmas. one? Yeah, the first one. I love that movie. It's really good. And yeah, it's, it is. It's, <laughs> and, and unlike, definitely unlike any of the other Mission Impossibles, for sure. Like, that's basically what if, what if Alfred Hitchcock made a spy thriller? That's basically <laughs> what, uh, well, I mean, even though Alfred Hitchcock did make a spy thriller, technically, I guess. With uh, North and Northwest, what if Alfred oh. Hitchcock made a Mission Impossible movie? That would be an <laughs> impossible one. And then, uh, no matter what podcatcher you use, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever, uh, make sure you check out us as well as the other TMP Studio shows on there, and subscribe to all those shows, which include the Apocalypse, Black and Black Cinema, and Coming Distractions. So, new releases this week. Um, obviously, a lean week. We are we are right before Christmas. This is not a great time for games to come out. Lots of uh, small stuff on the on the uh you know store marketplaces uh marvel spider-man silver lining this is the final dlc pack for the ps4 spider-man game releases they've all come out already uh they all have. I, I didn't finish the first one <laughs> the first dlc or the game i, I didn't i didn't finish the first dlc okay. no well I, it was there was a um a, a screwball or a i don't know what the name of that chick is she had a challenge where she only let you use like three um gadgets and you had to score points. And I'm like, yo, this is no. Like I didn't score like any points. <laughs> you, had, so, you had to beat that to beat the DLC or you I, just I don't I don't know. But I just it, it pissed me off so much I didn't even turn the game back on. <laughs> like it really I was just so I was like, yo, this is stupid. Anyone that has played it knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, screwball challenge is what it was. Yeah. Um you had to like put people in the air and then you had to score points by like ah, fuck that dumbass challenge. Anyway, I have not finished the first one and I did not know that the other ones already came out. Well, if you were if, yeah. if you haven't played any of them and you were waiting for all three to release, there you go. Now that that'll be yeah. available for you as well. Uh R Type Dimensions EX releases on the PlayStation four. Uh they're still making R Type games. I don't know why. It's kind of a <laughs> and a game is like 30 years old. It is. <laughs> and it's just still... And they weren't ever right. that really that good. So that, 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 the game peaked on the SNES, I think, with Super Art. I'm trying to remember the last one. I played the one on like the Xbox 360. I never got down with those games. I was always... I think it was just, R- was just R-Type Dimensions. Yeah. That one, yeah. And then uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 coming out as well on the PlayStation 4. Uh, just two release date and new game announcements. Uh, Metro Exodus has already gone gold. Its release date has been bumped up a week to February 15th. So that uh, that hotly contested February 22nd release date, uh, as I predicted, I think, Anthem, the only game left standing because every other game has moved away from that space because they were afraid of the, uh, of Anthem. the juggernaut. Yeah. Anthem's going to be a big deal, man. Is so. it? I think so. I mean, it'll, 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 be, it'll sell well, whether it can keep people... That's always going to be the tricky challenge, but I think it's going to be a popular game at least when it first releases. Unless, the, unless mm. of course, unless of course, when the Xbox preview goes up, you know, it has weird facial animations and some odd clipping, <laughs> and then 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 it'll just fucking, you know, sink into the muck, and nobody will mm-hmm. buy it. Despite the fact that the game itself will be pretty good, and actually one of the more fun games in the series. But I digress. Uh, specific. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Yeah. And then uh, Square is releasing a limited edition PS4 Pro uh, with Kingdom Hearts 3 branding. It comes with the game as well. Um, this is limited to GameStop <coughs> in the U.S. and EB Games in Canada. And if you have already not pre-ordered yours, well, you're not going to get one because they were super limited. And I think they sold out within like 10 hours 
on the day that they went up for pre-order. So, Terrence, are you disappointed to miss out on this Kingdom Hearts 3 PS4 Pro console? No, but it looks dope. It looks okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty cool. Uh, the controller has a little design in the middle on the touchpad. Uh, also, all white buttons. Uh, also has the uh, also has the crown and heart logo uh, at the up and down buttons on the D-pad on the controller. Oh, yeah. nice little, nice That's little touch. kind of cool. Yeah. One of the least offensive. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not gaudy. It's just, yeah. you know, it's very it's very pedestrian. Like it look I like I like the I like the uh, that design on the top of it. It looks cool, but I don't care. And like you said, if you really want it, you can pony up $650 to buy it for someone on eBay in about a month's time. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, uh that is it for release date announcements. Uh speaking of Kingdom Hearts 3, allow me to turn over headlines to Terrence. Yeah, so somehow um uh, someone leaked Kingdom Hearts 3. Retail copies of Kingdom Hearts 3. Retail copies of no Kingdom less. Hearts 3. That is not set to come out for like another month and a half. Good job. <laughs> so finally the game, like I mean, I guess technically, is it too early? The game has been in development for 17 years. I mean, someone really, really wanted to play it. I mean, it's the most ironic thing that could happen to this game, right? Like it takes, <laughs> it takes 12 years to develop and yeah. it leaks out a month and a half before uh before it's supposed to yeah, come out. A month and a half before. It could have came out months ago. I feel like it could have. It, it really, could, it really couldn't have. They were probably not done until like a month ago. That's cr- <laughs> it's so wild. Look, like I don't feel sorry for him. No, I don't feel sorry at all. I really don't. It's like yeah, I said, I don't you, th- this game has has become, you know, a meme, a joke at this point. Not not a joke in the same way that like Last Guardian was, but you know, yeah, all the angst and all the waiting. Um, and look, like I said, it's it sucks if you are someone that's looking forward to this game. And you have to now like duck and dodge spoilers that are going to be all over YouTube, and you know, be, don't don't watch anything Kingdom Hearts related on YouTube because otherwise you'll see those suggested videos pop up, and someone will probably be spoiling shit in their title card that they put right. up there. So, but you don't think those would be taken down? I mean, they could if Square catches them all and files, you know, files strike strikes against them. Um, mm-hmm. But who's to say that they will be that they will be able to? They might not, but they might not catch them. I mean, they, they they might catch them eventually, but not before a lot of people get spoiled. And then uh, Tetsuya Nomura, who's the director of Kingdom Hearts 3, apparently says the biggest spoilers for the game aren't even in the game yet. Because I guess they anticipated something like this happening. He said the biggest spoilers are the game's epilogue and secret movie, and they will be released at a later date, he says. What the fuck does that mean? Like a month after when they release a different mode, like a new mode for a game, kind of like Devil May Cry Five. What if What if Bloody you had Palace, to, what if which you is not pay new, for but it. whatever. What if, What if they release it as paid DLC? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? I want them to. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't care about the goddamn game. Like, look, it's. Been, <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like it's very easy to avoid spoilers. Like, just don't put Kingdom Hearts Three into your search. That's gonna be tough, though, man. The people, these these kids are gonna be on like Kingdom Hearts, like hype hype train for the next. Uh, for the next six weeks, because it's actually happening. It's coming. And look. What you do well, is you play the old ones. Right. And look. And just don't bother about, don't say anything about YouTube. No, no. no. Well, maybe that, well, if you get spoiled, it's your fault. And by the it way, we, we now have definitive proof that the game does indeed exist. It's actually <laughs> people say Right, right. So, mm. this is some great con. 
Uh, Nomura also asks people not to uh, not to share videos of the game if they happen to get their hands on an early copy of which, of course, they fucking are. Come on. Come on. It's absolutely happening. Again, I feel like it's very easy to to avoid spoilers for this game. Just don't just don't look at anything. Look at anything Kingdom Hearts related. Online at all. See, the problem is, like, even if you're watching this video, though, you might get, you know, a Kingdom Hearts video popping up on the side. Just because we're talking about it, and because it's going to be in the in the episode tags, so watch out. Just like said, duck, duck your head, or like when you watch when you're watching on YouTube, just like watch it like this the entire time, so like you can just cut out that part of the screen from your from your. Uh, it would have to be in like vision. it would have to be in the title. Like would somebody be a dick and put whatever it is in the title? Yes, Terrence. Yes. People are assholes. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I don't know what the fuck. I I just had a brain fart right there for a second yeah people are fucking terrible people are total um, assholes on youtube yes they would absolutely do that yeah well i mean look you should have came out years ago whatever it's not my fault you can spoil a game for me now i don't care i don't remember what happened i played both i played Kingdom Hearts one and two actually which is funny um but that was like 30 years ago major spoiler you so it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me anymore <laughs> The final boss is Mickey Mouse, and you have to behead him with your Keyblade <laughs> in order to defeat him. That's my prediction. Mm. Uh, next story. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Discord says it'll, it'll let developers self-publish games and give them 90% of revenue. Didn't Epic say they were going to give like 80? Uh, Epic said 88. 88%. Plus, if you use Unreal Engine, they will, they're waiving the, uh, yeah. the licensing fees for that. Is Discord that big? Is Discord? To... No, they're not though. So like this, because that's just like that's just like the chat shit, right? It is, but they they, 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 the they opened a game PC. store um, this year, and it looks like they're trying to be more prominent in the space. I can see this working out well for like indie developers, maybe people that can mm. self publish, um, and because it's it's the biggest split they have. The problem that Discord is going to have though is that people, I don't think people are. Yet putting together that Discord is a place where you can buy games. I, I haven't seen any of their like sales figures since they started their store, but people know Steam, and people also and Epic also has that brand recognition cachet because they're fucking Epic Games and they make the most popular game on the planet right now. So I th- I feel mm. like that larger publishers will want to go through one of those two, even though technically they'll make a little bit more money on Discord. I, I feel like that even though they're making less on the Epic Game Store, for example, I feel like it'll even be, itself out. Right, the visibility will will pay for yeah. the lost revenue. So, I I don't think well, this is going to be a big deal. Well. I really don't. Again, I didn't I didn't know Discord did games. I must have forgotten that story. Um, well, good luck. I mean, ninety percent. It's pretty good. Give it some time, though. Uh, next story: uh, Epic is opening up Fortnite's court. Pl- cross-platform services to all developers for free wow for free yeah mind you hmm. who do you think will use it uh again i think this will be smaller uh yeah smaller companies and and again it's it's great that they're opening up the ability to do it or they're opening up the know-how but it, it's yeah. sony and microsoft they're still like no like we're not gonna yeah, it doesn't it. matter it doesn't really <laughs> matter but i i guess i guess the um i don't know i guess the the purpose here is to get it in more people's hands so that more people are clamoring for this to be like a widespread thing in the industry. Which 
<laughs> like, I, I, I don't think. I don't think so. I just I, don't. Like, again, it's, this it's game tough, is free. Man. It's tough. It's tough. I, it's like, I could see it, but it just, it, it's, I feel like it's going to be a slower process than people think. Like, people think that when it happens in Fortnite, like, all of a sudden that's going to be like the magic no, door. No, no. Hell no. no. I don't think so. Like, these companies are still competing against each other. Correct. Like, it just, I don't know. I, it, I don't think it, I feel like it's just not. Or, like you said, it's going to be very, a very slow process. Because who was the one, who what was the holdout? PS4? Oh, Sony? It's always. Did Sony. they finally do it? Well, they're doing it for Fortnite. They're not yeah, doing just, it for anything. Have else. they already done it yet, or is it? It's. I think it's in. Um. I think it is gonna be coming in 2019. Um. I think they're still working out some kinks, as far as the uh, connectivity part goes. Mm-hmm. But they plan on it, and again, that's an exception for Fortnite because again, Fortnite is bringing them so much revenue right now that they're just like whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Even if we get a little yeah. bit less, it's still fucking Fortnite that's making money hand over fist. I think the thing that you would need to see. In order for them to make this widespread. The reason why Microsoft is so like gung ho about doing this right now is because they're losing. Like like having a cross play yeah, universe. To play. Right. <laughs> having having cross play on all platforms benefits them because it increases the chance that you'll get an Xbox One. Because if you can play with your friends anyway, then that's one barrier that they remove. Yeah. So it would it would literally take Sony being in Microsoft's position, I think. Which could happen next generation. It's 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 feasible. That you could see that the you know the 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 worm turn for both companies, especially because Microsoft's probably going to be first out of the gates, if I had to guess. Um, but I think that's what it'll yeah. take. Sony's riding too high on the hog right now to worry about it. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> like again, I don't remember the last time I turned my Xbox my Xbox on. Um, two or three months ago. Did you, did you ever get it repaired? Like, did you make sure that yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it works? Yeah, it's just sitting there. It works, but it's just kind of still sitting there. That is a damn And I shame. think my cousin, when my cousins came over, uh, they had two controllers that didn't work. I mean, they worked, but they were trash. So I let them hold my controller to play. They were playing, like, um, multiplayer games or Street Fighter mm-hmm. 4. <laughs> Not even 5. Well, 5 is on PS4. Yeah, 5 is on um, PS4. I think they took my fucking controller. Back with them to North Carolina. <laughs> I can't find it. Well, now you got two busted ass controllers. Congratulations. No, they took all of the controllers. Oh, man. shit. You have no controllers. Along with mine. <laughs> I have one. No, I have one. <laughs> I have one controller, but I'm like, where the fuck is my other controller at? The, the good one. Um, Yeah, I got to call them niggas up. Like, yeah, where's my fucking shit? Because I'm pretty sure that I'm almost positive they took it because I can't find it. Bastards. But anyway. Yeah, so I, I, I don't see this. It's cool, but indie games. And then a lot of indie games are single player anyway. Also they really correct. don't. They, yeah, I don't. I don't, <clears throat> I don't see it happen. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, next story: Alfonso Ribeiro is suing. Oh, Carlton, as everyone knows him as, is suing Epic Games for the use of the Carlton dance in Fortnite. Um, <laughs> I guess the only reason why this works is because you have to buy that dance. Like, I think all the dances in Fortnite you have to actually purchase. I don't know if you have to purchase it with real money or it's, if you can, like, collect gold or whatever to... to so, um, you, you, pur- you purchase it with V-Bucks, which can be bought which, with real money, or I think you can earn them through... You can earn them by playing 7,000 hours of Fortnite. Right. Yeah, you might as well... You, you're probably better off just going with the V-Bucks and purchasing them. Um, so, it's him... Uh, like two meeker or two milli, two milli is the rapper's two name. Two milli with the the, the milli rock, um, and, and this and this. I don't this, know if anybody's doing the floss. 
Uh, yeah, the, the, ba- the, the for back- that backpack kid is is his name, apparently. Oh, so who came who came <laughs> up with that? Apparently, uh, allegedly, I fucking hate this shit, man. This is so dumb. This is so fucking dumb. And and the point that I made was, oh, so I'm sure that every time Alfonso Ribeiro performs this dance in public, to it's not unusual. He's he's writing a check to Tom Jones, right, and sending that over to Tom Jones every time. Because yeah, he he sing he does it to that song, right. And again, I'm I'm sure that the I'm sure that Fresh Prince paid a royal, or I'm sure that NBC paid a royalty to Tom Jones whenever they used it on the show. Yeah, but I bet you that Alfonso Rivera probably performs that dance to that music many more times in public at different <laughs> events, and is probably not cutting Tom Jones a check. So that's number one. Number two, I came up with a great solution in our in our fan group, slash fan. I I am for the judge ruling in favor of all of these uh, all these plaintiffs. In these cases, however, I want him to rule that the that the restitution has to be made exclusively in Fortnite V Bucks. <laughs> That's what I want. But but if they're paying real money for the V Bucks, then you know no, they're like they're like how, how, like how much money? Like how much money do you think they could possibly win winning if they were to win or if they were to actually be like okay yeah? Well, considering that fucking Alphonse Rivera hasn't even copyrighted the dance yet. I don't know how much. Oh yeah, he said he's in the in the process yeah. of doing it. Yeah. Thirty years later, right, <laughs> like, right. Well, oh, once on, it man. once it became lucrative, that then all of a sudden, yeah. oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this copyright. Um, look, a lot of people are like, oh, go ahead and get that bag, but I'm like, look, you know, can you? I mean, if you copyright if you copyright the dance and they stole it without giving you any kind of recognition, fine. I don't think any of these people have copyrighted their dance. I don't think anybody did. And, and plus, Therefore, like it's, it's, and can it's pop- you copyright a dance? I think you can. I think it is possible. Um, however, at what point does that become like something that could be copyrighted by somebody? And at point, at one point, does it like just become part of like the popular culture? You know what I mean? Because I feel like the Carlton <clears throat> dance transcended Alfonso Ribeiro and just became like a staple of pop culture. And so yeah. that's why it's in the game. It's not. They're not. They're not. Fortnite didn't put it in the game because they're like, oh, we're huge Alfonso Ribeiro fans and we really want to capitalize on the popularity of Alfonso Ribeiro in 2018. No, because it's a pop culture f- phenomenon. You know what I mean? Same yeah, with like the, the fucking dance from dance. Right. <clears throat> so it's not. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I hate these lawsuits because I feel like that they're frivolous. And again, it's if Fortnite was some, you know, under the radar game that nobody gave a fuck about, they wouldn't care. It's just because Epic's making a shit fucking ton of money and they're looking over there like, well, let me get some of that money. Let me get some of that for this dance yeah. that I oh, did, did Alfonso Rivera even create the Carlton dance? Like is that is that a fact that he invented it? I mean, I couldn't tell you that I ever saw it prior to him doing it. I, I don't know. Interesting. But it I, doesn't I, I wonder I wonder if that would be relevant in a in a court filing. Like if 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 he had to prove that he was the one that actually came up with the dance. So <laughs> it'd be like some nineteen fifties fucking Wilson dance. Wilson Wilson Pickett was born. Fifty years too late. He had the he had the land of a thousand oh. dances. He oh. could have made bank. He could have made all. Trying the to see. Yeah, I'm, I just I just Googled Carlton dance. It's just him. I, I can't. Yeah. There's a uh, through the history. Very very few very very small percentage of our audience will get that Wilson Pickett joke. People are like, who the fuck yeah, is I don't Wilson get it. Pickett? I'm old. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't. 
All right. Uh, is there one more story left going? Uh, what's going on here? Uh, okay. And then the last story. Um, the fuck is Cage? Oh, no. Uh, it's, 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 it's not. Is it Cage? It's, Car- it's Cargay. Terrence. Where's the R? I, I, I don't know. Ain't no R in there. <laughs> it's pronounced Cargay, <laughs> sir. I, I looked it up. Okay. It's also, it's also uh, in the article. So. Capcom has released a new character for Street Fighter V, and he's evil Ryu. New, new he's character. not called Evil Ryu. Uh, new new character. <laughs> Car- Wait, he wasn't already, like, Evil Ryu isn't already in no, 5? No, no, Evil Ryu, well, no, not in 5. He was in 4. Yeah, but But it's important four. It's important to note that this is not Evil Ryu. This is Karge. A new character. I, I, I haven't looked at the video yet. Um, Do you need to? He's not called Evil Ryu, though he's called Karge. Get car gay. <laughs> ah, that's funny. The embodiment of Satsu. Uh, whatever. Think right. What the fuck is this? Does he have devil horns? Yeah. So apparently, this is the car uh, gay is the living embodiment, a sentient embodiment of the Satsu Nohado, which of course is the like the devil power that lives within with inside Ryu that he tries to keep at bay uh, all the time. Car gay is the living embodiment of that. So he's evil Ryu. Yes. <laughs> like, he he okay. pretty much has evil Ryu's moveset for the most part from Street Fighter 4. He just has like horns. Pretty much. Wow. How much does this character cost? Five bucks? Uh, no, yeah, five, or or, or 100,000 fight money, Terrence, which you can earn I don't know by enabling that. sweet ads in Street Fighter 5. <laughs> how long does it take to collect 100,000 fight money? A long fucking time. That's how long it takes. Because I think the average match, if I and, and I I haven't played in a while, so you'll have to forgive me if my if my uh, amounts are low. I think the average match you earn like two to three hundred fight money. All right, so that's nah, a, that's yeah. a, that's a lot of yeah, that's just, a lot just, of matches. Just pony up like the seven dollars or whatever, because it's four ninety nine euros and euros. I don't know what that is in in, <clears throat> in bucks. And uh, this is like not even season three. This is the this is gonna be the first character for season four. Apparently. So So just a evil Ryu with a skin. Yeah. A slightly different skin. Carge. Evil Ryu. Carge. Like, <laughs> like you said, where is the R? I don't know. All right, Capcom. Yeah. You lucky people play your fucking game. <laughs> You're really lucky that you have this Capcom fight cup or whatever the Capcom cup. Capcom Pro Tour, Terrence. Haven't seen the ads? Yeah, that's it. No, because I don't play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so not I have not seen the ads. So look. And I'm happy that I have not. You uh one one Ryu is not enough. Having two is the way to go, obviously. You're gonna want Carga in your game. The best way to do that is to get PlayStation <laughs> store credit. And the best way to buy that is to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon and buy it on the store. I know what you're thinking. I can just use my credit card on my PS4 and do that myself, Brad. I don't need to go through a third party vendor just to get a code. And you're right, but just buying it directly on the PS4 does not help support your favorite video game podcast. <laughs> and why wouldn't you want to do that? You absolutely want to do that. Look, if you want Carge, if you're rocking on Xbox One, too bad. Street Fighter V doesn't exist on that console. But you could get 2018 Fighting Game of the Year, Dragon Ball Fighters, instead. Either way, yeah. whenever you buy anything on Amazon, use our link, densepixels.com. Slash Amazon, anything big or small, we get a small percentage of the sale. It helps support the podcast. Thank you to those that use it and those who continue to use it as well. I know you're going to have that Christmas money too. 
They're going to be getting you those Christmas gift cards, Amazon gift cards. Densepixels.com slash Amazon. And why should you support us? Because for our last episode of 2018, probably, we are giving you the gift in the Dense Pixels post office of the often imitated but never duplicated. What do you people want us to talk about? So topics, both gaming-related and not, to be had here. Let's go ahead and sort the list here. And we will start from the bottom and work to the top. Will says, your favorite memory of receiving a video game console or a game as a gift. Uh, me? Um, yeah, go for it. It would probably have to be, uh, well, console, let me think. Console or game itself. I don't remember getting um, my my Sega Genesis or my PlayStation 4. I don't remember. My PlayStation, my original PlayStation, sorry. Um, I bought everything after that myself. So I'm going to go with a game, which would probably be the original Guilty Gear on PlayStation. Really? Yeah, um, because my mother couldn't find it anywhere because it was Guilty Gear <laughs> for, <laughs> for PlayStation. I can't remember where she finally ended up finding it. It was like 90, 90, when did that game come out? Like 98, 97, 98? It's a long time ago. Um, it wasn't like she could just order it online. Uh, so she went to several different stores. And I don't even know how the hell I found out about the game. I really don't remember. But uh, yeah, she finally found it. And yeah, she got it for me for Christmas. And I played that game to death. I became really good at that game. No online. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that I, I vividly remember that one. Because she was like, yeah, I went to like four or five different stores and found it. And finally found it. So mine was, uh, I was... I was six, and the reason that it's so memorable is not only was it a fond memory, but it's also when I found out that Santa Claus was not real anymore. <laughs> so this was this was Christmas 1990. Um, back in that day, uh, my my parents were divorced, so we had what I call the Liberty Road Christmas, where we'd start out at my mom's in the morning. My dad would come over and and pick us up and take us to his house in Randallstown. He would then we would then go to his parents' house, who lived within like a couple hundred feet. Of his house, and then my mom would what? get us. Yeah, they it, my, my, for some reason they just lived right near each other, and then my mm. mom would pick us up from there and take us up to our aunts who lived in Elderberg. So we were pretty much just doing Christmas up and down Liberty. Yeah, there's a straight shot up right. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember we opened gifts that morning, and then when my dad came in to get us, he had in his hand a gift that he said, "Oh look, I think this fell out of Santa's sleigh because I found it. it. It fell off the roof. I saw it on the roof and I knocked it down." And I opened it up, and it was an NES for me and my sister. And I was super excited. But then I thought about it for a second. I was like, wait a second. Dad said he found this on the roof. And there's snow on the roof because it snowed last night. This was a white Christmas. But the packaging is bone dry. You would think that a snowy package would be wet or have some snow on it as he comes in. I'm calling BS. I'm super happy to have this NES. But, Dad, I know you were the one that got it. Santa Claus, not real anymore <laughs> so you got it so you got the nes in in 1990 1990 yes. was it like the redesign or was it still the original no still the original the reason i did not come out till 93 believe it or really not. yes oh, okay so it, it was it was the og um and i i of course love that console not my favorite uh nintendo console of all time that still goes to the snes but uh i love i love the nes it's fantastic but yeah that was my favorite gift uh reginald says 
what are the qualifiers for a studio to make a good presentation at a conference or press event? Don't. <laughs> like, no, because, like, here's, here's the thing about the presentations, because you can't necessarily get a celebrity because they don't give a fuck. But then the people that are, like, the developers and, like, the, the like, directors of the games, they're all awkward. Yeah, it's, so it's they're never going to be good. It's easier to talk about things to avoid than it is things that are good. Like, avoid someone who's awkward on stage. Yeah. Avoid, like, long... Avoid live demos, by the way, too. Like, always have a pre-packaged, yeah, pre don't, pre don't, demo. Don't have someone come out there and play the shit so that, and, and it crashes <laughs> while they're in the middle of the game. Uh, oh, like, like Terrence said, avoid, avoid disinterested celebrities who don't give a flying fuck about being on your stage. That's just a gig for them. And like, just keep, I guess what you would do is, I, I don't know what the hell you do. Well, you you gotta you gotta keep it, the energy up. You gotta show stuff that make people excited. Like like Microsoft's methods over the past couple of E3s, uh, or at least last year because the year before maybe not was so great. But their method over the past couple of E3s of just of showing just trailer, 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 trailer is probably the best way to do it. Honestly, yeah, probably. So I, I think don't I think that's money. what you have to have. Keep the talking to like thirty seconds, like hey, and there's a trailer for, bam, and and also and don't it, don't placate, yeah. don't play to the audience either because it's it's press people, and you know a bunch of fans that are that are just looking to see games, yeah. So and like, can you please do gameplay trailers? I don't. I'm we. I think we talked about this in the very first episode of this goddamn show. Like, I'm sick and tired. Like, I don't like. CGI trailers. You're not showing me anything. Like I don't get excited. I haven't been excited for CGI trailers in like ten years. It is hard to be show gameplay. Goddamn it! <clears throat> Please or don't don't show your game if there's no gameplay to show. I don't want to see it. But then again, people get hyped over. I don't yeah, but that, I mean, it's, I don't mind. I don't mind the the pre render trailer if it's an if like you're announcing the game for the first time. That's fine, but otherwise, you're right. Just just release that shit on YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to see that. If you're going to announce it, announce it when there's actually gameplay. That's just uh, me. I'm tired of it. Mark says he has nothing to ask, but he will say thank you for another year of keeping it real. When it came to your opinions on the video game and wrestling worlds, you're <laughs> welcome, Mark. We will always keep it real with that shit. There are no sacred cows on this podcast, not by a long shot. So. Uh, Jay says top five video game characters. Terrence, I'll go first because I have a list written down because I saw this question earlier. So oh, you can, man. If, if if you would have a list <laughs> that you can throw out there, top five video game characters. <sighs> so here here's my list. This is not in any particular order. Um, I have Commander Shepard, uh, Revolver <laughs> Ocelot, Kefka from Final Fantasy VI, uh, Handsome Jack from Border the Borderland series, and Bo Jackson from Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> he was a monster. Wow. Yeah, he was broken. <laughs> he was broken. He was just, he was like the first broken character in a video game ever. Um Wow. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Handsome Jack, really? Yeah. Handsome Jack. I love Handsome Jack. Commander Shepard. I like Commander Shepard because he can be whatever you want him to be. He he you, you can do it to a to a point. To a point, to a point, but you can, but like I said, you can, it, it is, it is a lot of fun being renegade Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect series. It's smacking people and shit. Um, 
do I have a, a top five? I, I figured this would be a difficult question for for you to answer. Yeah, I don't fucking give a fuck about any characters. <laughs> like they, uh, characters. D- <sighs> hmm. If I had to pick character, wow. I don't think I'd have in have them in any kind of order. Um, characters that I Marcus Phoenix. Uh, you're 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 saying that with such conviction. <laughs> I, like I don't really like characters. Don't really like whatever. I just like gameplay. Like Commander Shepard's a cornball, <laughs> regardless of what, <laughs> regardless of how you play on Paragon or Renegade. Um, I like. I actually have always liked. <laughs> I've liked uh, Marcus Phoenix as a character. Um, who else? I'm trying to. Uh, you might. Have to, I might have to think about it as we go through these other questions because I don't think I have any favorite video game character. Nope, Dante. He's corny, but like, he's just cool. I've always liked the Devil May Cry series, and he's just a he's he's corny, he's funny from time to time, and he's just a jackass, <laughs> but he kicks ass. Um, so that's two. If you think of any, we'll yeah, I'll think some. I'll, I might think of some more. Uh, Cam <laughs> says breaking news on Monday Night Raw that he and I are going to be returning to WWE very soon. How do you guys hope we return? Heels or faces, and who makes sense for our first feuds? Um, yeah, I've missed I've missed those two guys, uh, Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn. Of course, is who we're referring to. Um, I think they have to be heels. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, fans are gonna cheer them when they come back, but I, I think you have to make them heels. I actually wish that they were coming to SmackDown because I think a Kevin Owens AJ Styles feud makes a lot of sense. Have they not already had one? Not in WWE, <laughs> at least. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I don't recall uh, a, a prolonged feud between the two of those guys. Huh. So I forget. All right. Yeah, I haven't watched wrestling, and I don't know. Yeah, it's been Raw. Raw has been has been a little rough lately, to the point where they had to bring out the entire McMahon family last night to kind of <laughs> to kind of hit the reset button and right the ship at the beginning of the God show. Damn. So, because Raw Raw's been Raw's been Raw's been rough. SmackDown's been pretty good though. SmackDown's been pretty good. Um, Trey says, "Is it time to reevaluate movie tie-in games, aka how come Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse can't have an equally awesome game?" Well, Trey, the reason that movie tie-in games went away is because it is impossible for those games to be good because they have a hard deadline of when they have yeah. to be released. So you hamper <laughs> development time severely. And that's why those games aren't good. I, I, I never need to see a return to movie tie in games as, as long as we live, you can still, <laughs> you like, you can make a Spider-Man Spider-Verse game. It that doesn't have to tie into the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. You just do it and like have them start development now. Correct. If they were going to do one, because it takes how long did it take Spider Man? Five years? Oh, it took movies. Uh, are yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing too. Movies can be made a hell of a lot quicker than games can. Yeah, movies. So. Uh, well, I don't know how long Into the Spider Verse took, but yeah, like movies, the shooting schedule is what, depending on what it is, a month, two months. Then they edit it and everything. <clears throat> Video games take a long time to develop. Um, <clears throat> And to try to tie into the story of a movie, no. Mm-mm. You've got to take like if they're going to do it well, you got to take like a already. Um, I guess you would take a a developed engine or whatever, and just kind of throw the movie 
uh, story into it, but nah. Like if you were to take the Spider Man engine from uh, was it Naughty Dog? Which which who the hell? Uh, I don't Insom- even remember. Insomniac. Insomniac. Yes. Use that engine and tie it into into the Spider Verse. Fine, I guess. But like, gotta have a good story. I don't know. I don't. Again, I don't want to see movie tie-in games either. Unless they're very simple, like a racing game, like Fast and Furious. <laughs> then but but even the, even those games were garbage, or they, that game, I should say, was well, garbage too. So, yeah, well, yeah, we, ne- we never we never tie-in wasn't that bad, but but you can bet that if, if they, they if you, if, if we do ever see a return to that uh, THQ Nordic, will be the studio making those games. I I can <laughs> promise you that hundred percent. Uh, Anthony says, "What were your 2018 video game New Year's resolutions, and how did it go? And what are your 2019 resolutions?" Anthony, making New Year's resolutions is a fool's errand, sir. <laughs> I never, I never, I never do that shit because all you're doing is setting yourself up for promise that you will not keep. Yeah, I didn't have any 2018 video game New Year's resolutions. Maybe more than five games a year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. I don't know. That's what we have to do when we do next podcast. We have to talk about our game of the yeah. year stuff. Do you have more than Did five? Play more than five? It's very possible. I don't. Fantastic. It'll be it'll, it'll be it'll be another <laughs> edition of Mike and Brad's game of the year uh, and Terrence's games that he played this year list. So yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I played this year. Played God of War, Dragon Ball, Spider Man, Spider Man. At least at least it's a more robust crop of games. This year. <laughs> like I played a lot. Played. I played a bunch of games. I didn't finish them. Um, yeah, I'd have to go through my game list to see what the hell I actually played this year. Yeah. So again, wow. your your list might be populated with me, with many old games. That's what I'm yeah, probably <laughs> the yeah. new to me list from Terrence. Uh, <laughs> Dustin says, "Have you guys ever watched the movie as a kid and loved it, and then went back and watched it and realized it was so stupid?" Uh, it happened to him last night when he lo- when he watched Sphere. He loved the book, loved the movie, and then he was blown away last night about how dumb it was. You can go first because I'm. Tr- I feel like there are a few. There are a few. There probably are, but my my problem is when I when I think about stuff like now, like when I go back and watch old stuff now, I sort of contextualize it. Like I don't really like I like I understand that it was made of a certain time, and that I felt a certain way about it when I was a kid, and I can look back and say, you know, of uh, you know, a dumb kid would think this, but it's still dumb fun. I can't think of a movie that that I that I really really was gung ho about back in the day that I mean, that I like fucking despise now. <laughs> um, wow. But I haven't seen this movie in like fifteen twenty years though. So technically, well, I'm thirty seven, so. And I would have been as an adult, and I saw like, wow, this is not good at all. Um, Three Ninjas. <laughs> I used to love that movie as a kid, and then I saw it when I was a little older. I'm like, oh wow, this is this ain't good. But Actually, then again, it, was, got, it wasn't good as a as as a kid either. I was, just, I was a fucking kid. I've got one. So, it's uh, the 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 original TMNT movie is really I not. Good I still movie love that. I still it's, love that movie. It's not good though. You know, it's not. I I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I still love that movie. Now I'm, I can I'm here. I'm here for the that. second one. I can literally sit down and watch that movie anytime it comes on. Listen, I'm here. I'm here for TMNT two, but not not for the first. One. Really? Yeah. Even the second one is arguably dumber. You can, you can certainly make that argument. Yo, the first it has one Ninja tries, Rat. 
I know, but the first one tries too hard. Like, the second one, they leaned into what they were. The first one tries way too hard to be serious. Way too hard. Like, you have the fucking scene where they're, or the whole, you know, group of scenes where they're, like, in the country, in the farmhouse, trying to, like, figure their shit out. <laughs> and fucking yeah, Leonardo's, like, sitting in the Lee, chair and shit like that. It's yeah, so dumb. because, um, Raphael got fucked up. <laughs> and he was, like, sitting in the bathtub and, like, Leonardo, and what's her name was drawing Leonardo, and it was... <laughs> Like I said, that, that, no, none of that shit is necessary at it's all. It's great. It's great. I love that movie. Oh, TMNT 2, no, no. One is better. Like, yo, it had Vanilla Ice and Ninja Rap and that fucking was the Kevin ba- Nash. That was, that nah, was fantastic. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> Even as a kid, I ain't like that dumb shit. Nah. I like the, I like the soundtrack sometimes. <laughs> the original one. Anyway, I disagree with you. That movie's still great. <laughs> Chris says what big moves later. 30 years later it's almost been if you it came out in 89 that. right uh, 89 yeah, or 90 wow, shit. Yeah, it I came know. out in, 80, in 89 wow Jesus Christ it's not the same year as Batman really wow Either it was, yeah it was, wait we have the internet well you can go ahead and post That's the next, uh, uh, Chris says what big moves would we need to see from Nintendo uh, or would we like to see from Nintendo in 2019 um I think you just need more awesome games for the Switch. Like, like the Switch needs to be, and it will be, the platform that they just put all their resources behind. I do think that 3DS is going to be take that, taken out back behind the woodshed and shot uh, in 2019, officially. And I think it's going to be end of life. And I do think that you will see um, the Switch just be the Nintendo platform. And I don't, I don't know what those games need to be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't need any specific games but just give me good shit and i'm sure nintendo does have a lot of stuff uh in the pipeline uh some we do know about like prime 4 and and the real pokemon game and some that we probably don't know about yet so yeah i think you just got to have more games i don't have one um i don't see it doesn't seem like they need to have a big move like they're pretty much doing just fine (laughs) from what i'm seeing well, say, so they're gonna. The, the reason that I think that one of the reasons that people are are skeptical about Nintendo right now is because they're gonna miss their projected targets for the year for Switch sales. That being said, the Switch is still massively fucking successful. So even if they're gonna miss what they projected, they're still making a shitload of money. <clears throat> right yeah, as opposed to the Wii U. Come on, man. Right. I think, and I think Smash Brothers has sold somewhere north of like three or four million copies so far within two weeks of the game releasing. So. Jesus Christ, yeah. that's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, Carl says, this is specifically for you, Terrence. Since you saw a clip of him of you getting down on some Overwatch, what Moira tips and tricks do you have for us lowly silvers? Wait, silver? I'm assuming that, that has to do with his rank? Or his I, level? Um, in the game? If you're silver, you're higher than I am. Uh, I don't... Uh, I, <laughs> fuck? I'm only like... Um, what I've what I've learned with Moira is like she's only as good as her team, um, which is a, a most a lot of characters in that game. Like if you have a trash team, you're just, you're just not going to win. Um, if people refuse to accept your assistance <laughs> because she's a healer, um, actually she's a healer that does a lot of damage. Um, what I do every time I start a match is she's got two biotic balls. She has one that heals you and one that does damage. I just shoot that ball in the general direction of the enemies, and that automatically does damage. Well, you already know that. Um, and it builds her meter. She can get her um, her super. 
I think the most I've ever gotten her super in a match was like five times. Like she she builds super so quickly. If you can kind of like stay behind the scenes and every once in a while, like jump out in front and do damage and go back. She can teleport. She can, you know, she's almost OP. Like uh, Johnny will tell you she, she's she's overpowered because she's really good. Um, she's my favorite character, actually. <laughs> like and she's pretty much new. Okay. <laughs> Just something popped up on my screen. That was that's lovely. Um Yeah, I mean just use her as any other healing character, but like just know that she can do a lot more damage than most of them. That's pretty much it. Like she's not gonna be uh damn, what's her name? The what was the main healer in the beat when the game first came out? Mercy. Uh, Mercy. She's not gonna be Mercy. Mercy does no damage at all. Uh, she's always just chilling in the back, but like, yeah, the Moira can get out there and do damage. And when she gets her Kamehameha, it may not kill, but it's still put on enough damage that your teammates may be able to take the other people out. Uh, but I get a lot of play the games with her. She's fun. She's really fun to play. Uh, but again, if you're silver, I feel like you've got a higher rank than I do. So <laughs> I don't know. You should get back in that game, Brad. It's fun. Yeah, I think I, if, really if there's ever a lull in Destiny again, I might I might take it back up. I haven't played Destiny in like three weeks. That's a shame. Uh, I mean, yeah, Black like Armory's Black Armory's okay. Mm. <clears throat> it's probably the most fun of the horde activities that they've added to the game. I will say that. Uh, Stewart says a Street Fighter Five must have in-game ads. What ads would you at least be prepared to accept, and for which characters? He already picked Pornhub for Lara. I don't play that game, so that's all you. Well, you know what? If if you're going <laughs> to lean into this, let's make the ads as stereotypical as the characters possibly can be. So, like, have, like, Ryu, like, you know, doing advertisements for, like, like so, like, the kanji that's on his belt, like, instead of it being, just, you know, regular kanji, like, have it be a Japanese logo of some <laughs> kind. Um, Cup noodle. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, just like I said, just just pick any... Pick any stereotypical thing that you can throw on these characters and just do it because that would be the Capcom way. That that would that would be peak uh, Capcom in that case. Um, I hate those fucking ads. Like it makes me mad. Dude. It makes me <laughs> fucking angry to even think about them. Uh, Evan says, "What do you guys want for Christmas?" In particular. See, that's the problem when you get old. You don't. You, you just, I don't care. You, you, just, you, you buy stuff, <laughs> like, I don't you, you buy stuff during the year, and then you don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't really. For I don't really. Christmas to me is just spending money on other people. Pretty much. I don't know what I want. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Eric says in a grudge tag team rematch, who would emerge victorious? Brad and Sean Murray versus Terrence and Hideo Kojima. I feel like you would turn on Kojima immediately. For being a pompous yeah, ass. Yeah, because like, yo, nah, fuck your games, yo. Like, I like your I like the I like the Metal Gear Solid series up to a point. Um, this new game you got coming out, pff, no. I don't uh still with uh, we've seen gameplay of it. I don't think it's a game. Um yeah, I'll probably but Sean Murray, he doesn't look like he can fight. Probably not. Like I feel like I'm about to say something very offensive, but like Hideo Kojima's Asian, so he probably knows karate. <laughs> So Sean Murray, what is he, Australian? I don't know what the fuck he is. <laughs> is he, he is English. He is English. Is he? I think so. You sure? I mean, their studio is in England, so I'm assuming that he's English. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's yeah, a reasonable uh, assumption yeah. to make. So. I didn't. Oh, Gold, Guildford, whatever. Guildford. United Kingdom. 
Guilford. Yes. There's a D in there, though. I, I know. It's silent. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the D is silent. Um, Jake says, does anyone, does anyone else here miss the mid-90s console wars that brought half a dozen systems at once? The days of the 3DO, Neo Geo, Atari, Jaguar, etc. It'd be nice to have some fringe consoles there that seem to only exist to flex their power and creativity while pushing the main guys to do more. Jake, you obviously haven't been paying attention to our good friend Soldier Boy, who Terrence, I don't know if you saw, <laughs> has released two new consoles uh, since last week as well. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not see that. <laughs> Do they just um, have bigger hard drives in them? Uh, no, one is one is apparently got like an Xbox ripoff, and the other one's like a Game Boy ripoff. Even even more so than oh, so it's Game just Boy basically ripoff. that it's just that company, it's that Chinese company because yeah. I saw those systems under whatever the hell that company's name is. So he's just slapping his name on them, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay. Jake, it is also cute that you think that the 3DO, Neo Geo, and Atari Jaguar were part of the console wars in the mid-90s. They, were, they, they just they happened to be there. I had um, a friend that had a, had, a, had a Jaguar, and he had, like, Tempest. <laughs> I think that was it. And I think it, like it was it had Alien vs. Alien Predator. Predator. Yep, that was, the, that was one of the other popular ones as that well. That was literally it. You had a controller that looked like a fucking uh, phone dial pad, uh, which was a little weird as well. Yeah, that thing was just awful. Yeah, um, yeah. Those, those systems, I, I, I don't think that the Jaguar 3DO and Neo Geo pushed any kind of innovation in Nintendo and, and Sega uh, during that time. I think they, I think they existed in the in the pages of GamePro and nowhere else <laughs> in real life. Because, uh, and like, what did 3DO have? 3DO had fucking Street Fighter the movie, the game. Like that was one of the big titles that came out on there first. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that, um, or am I thinking like the Philips laser discs thing? The CDI? That was, that was yeah, pre, that uh, pre 3DO. Is that the one that had the fucking, uh, Legend of Zelda games on it? Yes. Or is, yes. was that 3DO? No, that had the shitty Zelda game on it. Like the one that Nintendo doesn't acknowledge anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the other problem too that like the 3DO had is that it cost $800 in 1994. So like nobody, like unless you were like super rich. <laughs> Nobody bought it. Yeah, so, it's it. I I we I read about those in Game Pro, but I never ever saw one in the wild. Which never, one? Ever. All like all 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 of those. All of those. I've seen all of them actually in person. I had a friend that had a 3DO. I had a friend that had a uh, Jaguar, and one that had a Neo Geo. I don't know why they had those games. But yeah, I, I mean the Neo Geo. Like I, what I remember from Neo Geo was the Neo Geo arcade cabinets that had eight versions of Samurai Shodan and Art of Fighting on them. No, oh. well he that had this. He had the that. system itself, and I remember those games were like a hundred something dollars a piece. Yeah, it's because you had to import them all because they because they weren't insane. they weren't released here locally. Um, I, mean, I mean that's that's like saying I mean, and this is different in Japan because Turbo Graphics was a big deal over there, but the Turbo Graphics sixteen had no. Yeah, it had no <laughs> bearing on the U.S. market whatsoever. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Soldier Boy, Johnny says, "How much can I get in store credit for a Soldier Boy console?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's insane. Uh, Joshua says, "February 2019 marks the 20th anniversary for the Power Stone franchise. Do you think Capcom has anything up their sleeve for the series?" Joshua, I don't know if you know this, Capcom doesn't care about their fans. <laughs> I mean, At, they do in so much as like Resident Evil 2 is coming out. 
Uh, that's because they will make money from Resident Evil 2. They do not care about their fans in profit endeavors that does not make money. For example, how long did we did did people pine for a new Darkstalkers game? Instead, they got a HD remix of the original Darkstalkers game and nothing more. You will not see anything for Power Stone for their 20th anniversary. I would almost bet a large sum of money. I will not do that because Capcom will then spite me and release something Power Stone, but I don't think you'll see anything. <laughs> Just like I haven't seen any Super Puzzle Fighter stuff in the past however many years, except for a really shitty mobile game that nobody And that, was play. that even developed by them? Uh, it was published by them. I don't think it was developed by them. No. But yeah. So you, know, you, you will not get anything Power Stone because it's too beloved. Capcom will not do anything about it. Just like you won't see any <laughs> rival schools slash Project Justice stuff down the road. I love Project Justice. Hey, they, they were great games. They were excellent yeah. games, but they didn't sell well, so Capcom <clears throat> does not care. And I understand that. I'm not. I'm not even going to fault them for that. But yeah, don't don't expect anything uh, Power Stone related next year. Uh, Malcolm says, as the tabletop expert, Brad, have you ever played Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, or Pokemon? Uh, yes, Malcolm. I I I started uh, one of my earliest like hardcore hardcore one of my earliest like serious tabletop games was magic the gathering i played it um quite a bit when i was younger when i was a teenager didn't stick with it um but i, I really used to go time. to the mall in Owings mills to play no i didn't actually um i played in boy scouts all the time because <laughs> i because re- <laughs> i remember when i used to go to the mall uh i would always pass magic Mm-hmm. Or Wizards of the Coast. They had a Wizards of the Coast store in the mall. Yeah, yeah. When I was passing, I see a whole bunch of white people in there playing fucking Magic the Gathering. I'm like, dude, they did. Oh, this looks. This looks. This. This doesn't look fun at all. As I was on my way to like EB Games or like whatever the fuck it was called then. I think it was right next door. Was it not? Uh, they were pretty close. Uh, Magic. Yeah, they were like if, maybe if, one or two stores down. Yeah, if my, if my memory serves, Matt, the Wizards of the Coast store is on the bottom floor. Yes, it near was. the food court. And then EB Games was around that first corner. Right, the food court is upstairs. I know, but I'm saying near the food court. So like, if you went oh, downstairs, you mean, like, then if you went, went downstairs, down a couple yeah. a couple shops. There was Wizards of the Coast, and then EB Games yeah. was right around the corner, uh, below the escalator at Owingsville Mall. Yeah. So yeah, so I it's um so you no, know, I did not play in organized play, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did I did definitely play some Magic. I I always wanted to get back into it, but it's just it's too costly, and like if you're it's it's also hard to. Get into the competitive scene if you haven't been in it for a little while. So, but there are other there are other games out there that have a much more consumer friendly uh, distribution model that scratch that itch as well. And our final question comes from Leonardo Terrence, and he asks simply, "Why has God abandoned us?" I didn't think we were going to get so theological for this. Uh, what do you people want segment? Uh, like I would, if I could. I would quote one of my favorite movies of all time, but I don't know that entire um, spiel, that entire. Uh, which which uh, movie and which spiel? Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I, like, how did I just? The Devil's Advocate. Ah. <laughs> um, what's his name? Speech. The Devil's Speech in that movie. Um, that's why. Because he's a he's a. What is he? An absentee landlord? <laughs> is that what, is that what he called him? Damn it! What is that? What is that? I need to find that. I'm actually uh, googling it right now. Now, Leonardo, you also have to realize that you are um, 
you are also talking to two atheists right now, so you you have to. Uh, you, we we would say did what did he abandon you when he didn't exist? Yeah, Al Pacino's uh, in the first place, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, uh, here, here's a couple of choice quotes from there. You know, he's a tight ass. He's a sadist. He's an absentee <laughs> landlord, like you say. <laughs> uh, yeah, go go watch that, and that and that'll answer your question, Leonardo. There you I love go. That movie. That's another movie that I love, and I can you sit know, and watch. You know, I've never actually seen finish. that film. Oh, I've never seen sh- it. You you should. Well, I ha- so I have to ask you this question before I go watch though. Is is Al Pacino like regular Al Pacino or is he like current day Al Pacino in that film? What do you mean? So like you know <laughs> you know how in the past fifteen years or so Al Pacino has basically been a caricature of of himself. This may have been the start of him <laughs> becoming a caricature of himself. And then like if if for nothing else, you have Keanu Reeves with a southern accent. That old that that alone. Will, uh, yes, that's the that's the, that's, that's, that's yeah the price of admission right there. No, that's it's it's insane. It's a great movie. You should watch it whenever you get the chance. I mean, it may be on Netflix. I don't know. But yeah, well, all right. Again, watch that we'll, clip, uh, and that is my answer. Well, there you go. So that is uh, that is the Netflix Post Office for for the special holiday episode. Thank you guys for submitting all your questions. And yeah, that is it for us. So again, we will uh, we will catch you next year. Uh, probably. Uh, don't forget, if you're not a part of our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. YouTube.com slash densepixels. And of course, we are all on Twitch. Uh, it's the place to check Terrence uh, the most if you'd like to see him play and stuff. Uh, he is Apparition410. I am Densepixels Brad. Carrie is stuff. It's Carrie. And Micah has a Twitch account. It's called Nerd. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is it. Um, again, thank you guys very much. Uh, you know, 2018 has been a fun year, uh, much like every other year has been. We we do appreciate your continued support and uh, and listening to us ramble and, and throw shade on shit every single week. Uh, we have a pretty good time. And we hope you have a good time listening. So, thank you guys very much. Uh, we'll see you all. Take it easy.